Sahih al-Bukhari. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Bukhari. The English translation is by Dr. Muhammad Mursin Khan. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. Sahih al-Bukhari. The Book of Partnership. Chapter on About Sharing Meals and the Nahad. That is, sharing the expenses of a journey or putting the journey food of the travelers together to be distributed among them in equal shares. And urod, that is, sharing other goods. And how to divide what can be measured or weighed. That is, without measuring or weighing it or by measuring or weighing it. Muslims see no harm in practicing nahad, by which some, the partners, may eat so much, and some may eat so much of the food without measuring or weighing it. And what about distributing gold and silver without weighing them, and about eating two dates at a time when sharing a meal? Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, sent an army towards the sea coast and appointed Abu Ubaidah bin al-Jarrah as their chief. And the army consisted of 300 men, including myself. We marched on till we reached a place where our food was about to finish. Abu Ubaidah ordered us to collect all the journey food, and it was collected. My, our journey food was dates. Abu Ubaidah kept on giving us our daily ration in small amounts from it, till it was exhausted. The share of every one of us used to be one date only. I said, how could one date benefit you? Jabir replied, we came to know its value when even that too finished. Jabir added, when we reached the seashore, we saw a huge fish, which was like a small mountain. The army ate from it for eighteen days. Then Abu Ubaidah ordered that two of its ribs be fixed, and they were fixed in the ground. Then he ordered that a she-camel be ridden, and it passed under the two ribs, forming an arch, without touching them. Narrated Salama, may Allah be pleased with him. Once the journey food diminished, and the people were reduced to poverty, they went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and asked his permission to slaughter their camels, and he permitted them. Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, met them, and they told him about it. And he said, How would you survive after slaughtering your camels? Then he went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Allah's Messenger, how would they survive after slaughtering their camels? Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, ordered Umar, Call upon the people to bring what has remained of their food. A leather sheet was spread and all the journey food was collected and heaped over it. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, stood up and invoked Allah to bless it, and then directed all the people to come with their utensils. And they started taking from it till all of them got what was sufficient for them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, then said, I testify that la ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and I am the messenger of Allah. Narrated Rafir bin Khadij, may Allah be pleased with him, 
We used to offer the Asr prayer with the Prophet peace be upon him and slaughter a camel, the meat of which would be divided in ten parts and we would eat the cooked meat before sunset. Narrated Abu Musa, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, When the people of Ash'ari tribe ran short of food during the holy battles, or the food of their families in Al-Madinah ran short, they would collect all their remaining food in one sheet, and then distribute it among themselves equally, by measuring it with a bowl. So these people are from me, and I am from them. Chapter on Partners Possessing Joint Property Sheep Have to Pay Its Vakath Equally Footnote Equally means as one owner of sheep as regards the vakath. Narrated Anas that Abu Bakr siddiq wrote to him the law of vakath which was made obligatory by Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. He wrote, Partners possessing joint property, sheep, have to pay its vakath equally. Chapter on Division of Sheep Narrated Arbaya bin Rifar bin Rafir bin Khadij. My grandfather said, We were in the company of the Prophet, peace be upon him, at Vilhulayfa. The people were struck with hunger and captured some camels and sheep as booty. The Prophet, peace be upon him, was behind the people. They hurried and slaughtered the animals and put their meat in pots and started cooking it. When the Prophet, peace be upon him, came, he ordered the pots to be upset and then he distributed the animals of the booty regarding ten sheep as equal to one camel. One of the camels fled and the people ran after it till they were exhausted. At that time, there were few horses. A man threw an arrow at the camel, and Allah stopped the camel with it. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Some of these animals are like wild animals. So if you lose control over one of these animals, treat it in the way, that is, shoot it with an arrow. My grandfather added, We were afraid that we may meet the enemies in the future and have no knives. We asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, can we slaughter the animals with reeds? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, use whatever causes blood to flow and eat the animals if the name of Allah has been mentioned on slaughtering them. Do not slaughter with teeth or fingernails and I will tell you why. It is because teeth are bones that is, cannot cut properly, and fingernails are the tools used by the Ethiopians, whom we should not imitate, for they are infidels. Footnote The Prophet, peace be upon him, did not agree to their slaughtering the animals of the booty before distributing them among the soldiers. Chapter on a partner sharing a meal should not eat two dates at a time unless he gets the permission of his partner. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, decreed that one should not eat two dates together at a time unless he gets the permission from his companions, sharing the meal with him. Narrated Jubala, while at Al-Madinah, we were struck with famine. Ibn Thubayr used to provide us with dates as our food. 
Ibn Umar used to pass by us and say, Don't eat two dates together at a time, as the Prophet peace be upon him has forbidden eating two dates together at a time in a gathering, unless one takes the permission of one's companion brother. Chapter on to get a joint property evaluated with an adequate price. Narrated Nafir, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, If one manumits his share of a jointly possessed slave and can afford the price of the other share according to the adequate price of the slave, the slave will be completely manumitted. Otherwise, he will be partially manumitted. Ayyub, a sub-narrator, is not sure whether the saying, otherwise he will be partially manumitted, was said by Nafir or the Prophet, peace be upon him. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whoever manumits his share of a jointly possessed slave, it is imperative for him to get that slave manumitted completely by paying the remaining price. And if he does not have sufficient money to manumit him, then the price of the slave should be estimated justly. And he, the slave, is to be allowed to work and earn the amount that will manumit him without overburdening him. Chapter on Can One Draw Lots for Divisions and Shares Narrated An-Nurman bin Bashir, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, The example of the person abiding by Allah's orders and restrictions in comparison to those who violate them is like the example of those persons who drew lots for their seats in a ship. Some of them got seats in the upper part and the others in the lower. When latter needed water, they had to go up to bring water, and that troubled the others. So they said, Let us make a hole in our share of the ship and get water, saving those who are above us from trouble. So, if the people in the upper part left the others do what they had intended, all of them would be perished. But if they prevented them from doing so, both parties would be saved. Chapter on the Partnership of Orphans and Other Inheritors Narrated Urwa bin al that he had asked Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, about the meaning of the statement of Allah. And if you fear that you shall not be able to deal justly, up to, or for, Quran, chapter 4, verse 3. She said, O my nephew, this is about the orphan girl who lives with her guardian and shares his property. Her wealth and beauty may tempt him to marry her without giving her an adequate mahar, bridal money, which might have been given by another suitor. So, such guardians were forbidden to marry such orphan girls unless they treated them justly and gave them the most suitable mahar. Otherwise, they were ordered to marry any other woman. Aisha further said, After that verse, the people again asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, about the marriage with orphan girls. So Allah revealed the following verse. They ask your legal instruction concerning women. Up to, and yet, whom you desire to marry. Quran, chapter 4, verse 127. What is meant by Allah saying, 
and about what is recited unto you is the former verse, which goes, And if you fear that you shall not be able to deal justly with the orphan girls, then marry other women of your choice. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, Allah saying in the other verse, Yet whom your desire to marry, means the desire of the guardian to marry an orphan girl under his supervision, when she has not much property or beauty, in which case he would treat her justly. The guardians were forbidden to marry the orphan girls under their care, possessing property and beauty without being just to them, as they generally refrain from marrying them when they are neither beautiful nor wealthy. Chapter on Sharing Land, etc. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, established the right of shufar, that is, preemption, in joint properties. But when the land is divided and the ways are demarcated, then there is no preemption. Chapter on If Partners Divide the Houses, etc. None of them has the right of backing out or the right of preemption. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The right of preemption is valid in every joint property. But when the land is divided and the way is demarcated, then there is no right of preemption. Chapter on Sharing Gold, Silver, and Other Articles Used in Money Exchange Narrated Sulaiman bin Abu Muslim. I asked Abu Minhal about money exchange from hand to hand. He said, I and a partner of mine bought something partly in cash and partly on credit. Al-Barar bin Azib passed by us and we asked about it. He replied, I and my partner Zaid bin Al-Arqam did the same and then went to the Prophet peace be upon him and asked him about it. He peace be upon him, said, Take what was from hand to hand, and leave what was on credit. Chapter on Partnership with a Zimmi, a Jew or a Christian under the protection of a Muslim government, and al-Mushrikun, polytheists, idolaters, pagans, in sharecropping. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, rented the land of Khaybar to the Jews on the condition that they would work on it and cultivate it and take half of its yield. Chapter on Distribution of Sheep and Dividing Them Justly Narrated Uqba bin Amr, may Allah be pleased with him, that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, gave him some sheep to distribute among his companions in order to sacrifice them, and a kid was left. He told the Prophet, peace be upon him, about it. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to him, Sacrifice it on your behalf. Chapter on the Sharing of Food, etc. It is said that a man offered some price for something, and another man signaled him to buy it. When Umar noticed that, he considered the second man as a partner of the first, Narrated Abdullah bin Hisham that his mother, Zainab binti Humaid, took him to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Allah's Messenger, take the bayara, pledge from him. But he said, 
he is still too young for the pledge, and passed his hand on his, that is, Abdullah's head, and invoked for Allah's blessing for him. Zuhra bin Marbad stated that he used to go with his grandfather, Abdullah bin Hisham, to the market to buy food stuff. Ibn Umar and Ibn Zubayr would meet him and say to him, Be our partner, as the Prophet peace be upon him invoked to Allah to bless you. So he would be their partner, and very often he would win a camel's load and send it home. Chapter on Sharing the Slaves Narrated Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Whoever manumits his share of a jointly possessed slave, it is imperative on him to manumit the slave completely, if he has sufficient money to pay the rest of its price, which is to be estimated justly. He should pay his partners their shares and release him. Narrated Abu Huraira, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Whoever manumits his share of a jointly possessed slave, it is essential for him to manumit the slave completely, if he has sufficient money. Otherwise, he should look for some work for the slave, to earn what would enable him to emancipate himself, without overburdening him with work. Chapter on Sharing the Hadith and Budn Is it permissible for one to share the Hadith with someone else after it has been slaughtered? Narrated Ibn Abbas May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, along with his companions, reached Mecca in the morning of the 4th of Dhil Hijjah, assuming ihram for Hajj only. So when we arrived at Mecca, the Prophet, peace be upon him, ordered us to change our intentions of the ihram for Umrah, and that we could finish our ihram after performing the Umrah and could go to our wives for sexual intercourse. The people began talking about that. Jabir said surprisingly, Shall we go to Mina while semen is dribbling from our male organs? Jabir moved his hand while saying so. When his news reached the Prophet peace be upon him, he delivered a khutbah, religious talk, and said, I have been informed that some people were saying so and so. By Allah, I fear Allah more than you do, and am more obedient to him than you. If I had known what I know now, I would not have brought the hadith sacrifice with me. And had the hadith not been with me, I would have finished the ihram. At that, Suraqa bin Malik stood up and asked, O Allah's Messenger, is this permission for us only, or is it forever? The Prophet peace be upon him replied, It is forever. In the meantime, Ali ibn Abi Talib came from Yemen and was saying, Labbaik, for what the Prophet, peace be upon him, has intended. According to another man, Ali was saying, Labbaik, for Hajj, similar to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, told him to keep on the ihram and let him share the hadith with him. Footnote Regarding the statement, the people began talking about that means, people thought that it was sinful to perform Umrah during the months of Hajj. So when the Prophet, peace be upon him, ordered them to perform Umrah with Hajj, that is, Hajj at they were astonished. Footnote Shall we go to Mina while semen is dribbling from our organs means? Jabir thought that it would be inconvenient to assume ihram for Hajj 
and go to Mina shortly after having had sexual relations with one's wife. Chapter on whoever regarded ten sheep as equal to one camel in distribution. Narrated Abi bin Rifar. My grandfather, Rafir bin Khadij, may Allah be pleased with him, said, We were in the valley of Vilhulayfa, of Tihama, in the company of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and had some camels and sheep of the booty. The people hurried in slaughtering the animals, and put their meat in the pots, and started cooking. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came and ordered them to upset the pots, and distributed the booty considering one camel as equal to ten sheeps. One of the camels fled, and the people had only a few horses. So they got worried. The camel was chased, and a man stopped the camel by throwing an arrow at it. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Some of these animals are untamed, like wild animals. So if any one of them went out of your control, then you should treat it as you have done now. My grandfather said, O Allah's Messenger, we fear that we may meet our enemy tomorrow, and we have no knives. Could we slaughter the animals with reeds? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Yes. Or, you can use what would make blood flow, slaughter, and you can eat what is slaughtered, and the name of Allah is mentioned at the time of slaughtering. But don't use teeth or fingernails in slaughtering. I will tell you why. As for teeth, they are bones, and fingernails are used by Ethiopians for slaughtering. See Hadith number 2488.